0: This is the Rubber Soul Panel Podcast, spotlighting the commentary used in the public radio documentary Isn't It Good? The Beatles' Rubber Soul, an in-depth exploration of the Beatles' landmark 1965 album Rubber Soul. The entire program can be heard on your public radio station, if they carry it, feel free to ask them to, or online at the public radio exchange, prx.org. That's prx.org. I'm Paul Ingalls, host and producer of the show. If you signed up for our free podcast, we hope you enjoy it and at least stick around at its end to hear about how to make a tax deductible donation to a nonprofit radio organization that produces a program we think the Beatles would have dug, and that it explores peace and love. More on that in a minute, but here's this episode of the Rubber Soul Panel Podcast. One, two, three, four. <laughs>
1: You know, we're talking about Rubber Soul as this sophisticated adult album and one that, that signals the beginning of the Beatles as as the greatest album band and not just the greatest uh, pop band. Uh, but we still have Drive My Car, which is just one of the most fun and perfectly constructed pop songs ever.
2: The first session that the Beatles ever did past midnight was for Drive My Car. And it was a song that Lennon and McCartney Wrote together. It started out as a, as a McCartney song uh, with the chorus being, you can bring me golden rings. And I imagine instead of beep, beep, yeah, it was golden rings, right? And he knew it wasn't a great lyric. Lennon knew it wasn't a great lyric. And they came up with this idea of drive my car. Uh, and you can read an awful lot into Drive My Car. You can take it literally, or you can think of Drive My Car as a metaphor for, for sex or something else. And they loved the idea of the joke at the end of the song. The idea that here's this woman who wants this guy to drive her car, and at the end, well, I don't really have a car, but when I get one, you know, you're the guy.
1: I got no car and it's breaking my heart But I found a driver and that's a start
2: And... They, they really got into that, and it, I, th- I think that song probably kicked off these sessions in a very, very positive way.
0: Paul stated this someplace that he and John wanted Rubber Soul to be funny. They, they wanted to have jokes in the songs, and they wanted to have winks and, and nods to the audience. They wanted to, to show a,
1: light, a lighter side. It just got this great Motown feel to it. And that's just one of those examples where the Beatles would say, oh, they'd listen to Motown or blues in the United States and they'd make it their own. It would just be fabulous. It'd be fantastic.
2: One of the things I love about the Beatles specifically and British rock generally is you have these kind of scrawny white guys trying to emulate black American music and and basically failing miserably but making this great new thing <laughs> through the course of their failure, you know? It's also the Beatles starting to chronicle and embrace Hollywood. They do it later, Paul, especially in like honey pie and things like that. But using words like star and Hollywood and just showing the social climbing aspect of fame and, and stuff like that. They're writing some very interesting stuff, almost predicting the, the, the world that they're going to migrate into themselves.
1: The story is almost straight out of a Beatles movie. You can really see them running after a woman (laughs) like the one in the song. The uh, track
2: features George Harrison playing
1: a great riff.
2: And George said that generally McCartney would come in and show him exactly the riff, uh, and Lennon would do that as well. But on Drive My Car, George really came up with the riff himself, and uh, then McCartney matched it on the bass. (laughs) So that was a track where George kind of led, led the way. Again, Ringo as percussionist, the wonderful employment of, of
1: that cowbell that Ringo uses. I told that girl that my prospects were good. I mean, the background vocals are so great, the way the sound effects are used, the way the chorus. Uh, pushes out of the drive of the verses, uh, the harmonies uh, the slight dissonance in the harmonies. They're out of tune in a way to sound like a car horn if you listen to the beep beep and I've got a driver and that's a start the, the notes are a car horn which I think is, wow that's so cool. Beep beep sexiness of Drive My Car is in those, just those like slightly off harmonies, you know. It's a tension, it's a frisson, and then it releases into that chorus. So I really think the sexiness is in the sound more than in the story. All of those things just make it uh, completely addictive. It's just candy, you know.
0: Drive My Car, and in that segment you heard NPR Music's Ann Powers who started us off. Scott Fryman of Deconstructing the Beatles with the writing background on the song. We heard Wall Street Journal critic Jim Fusilli talk about Paul and John's humor. New Mexico musician Rob Martinez mentioned the Motown influence. New York musician John Spurney on the uh, scrawny Brits trying to do American soul. We had music producer and writer Harvey Kupernick in there, too, who brought up the Hollywood imagery in the lyrics. Musician and writer Paul Zolo on George and Paul's Great Riffs. Copyright restrictions prevent us from using more than just a few seconds of Beatles music in this documentary work on the podcast, but obviously you can hear the music in this special online at the public radio exchange, prx.org, that's prx.org, or on your local public radio station, or of course, on your own copy of Rubber Soul, available for purchase everywhere you'd expect. If you're digging the podcast, we're going to ask you to visit another site online to show your appreciation. And that's peacetalksradio.com. Peacetalksradio.com. And consider making a tax deductible donation in any amount to help support another radio program that explores peace and love. It's the only series about peacemaking and nonviolent conflict resolution. Let me be clear that the Beatles have not endorsed it formally, although we once got an email from Ringo Starr's management complimenting us on the work. And Yoko Ono was interviewed for a Peace Talks Radio episode about her and John's peace work. So it's a good project to help to show your appreciation for this free podcast. Again, visit peacetalksradio.com and consider making a donation. And enjoy the rest of the series, The Rubber Soul Panel Podcast. I'm Paul Ingalls.